okay, this is your wanton strumpet. And in this podcast, we are going to talk about Danny. Mm. Danny. You know, Danny's the kind of name that you use for, I don't know, maybe a brother, Uncle Danny. Or sometimes, you know, a young boy. And Danny was 19. I was 38. He was 19. I was twice his age. That was exhilarating. Twice his age. Could have been his mother. You heard me right. I could have been his mother. I met him on Tinder. He had just finished basic training. I think that's what they call it in the Marines. Um. (laughs) I think I'm supposed to call him a jarhead. Or um, a devil dog. Anyway. He was about to, I don't know what they call it, be sent to his first whatever after basic. And... uh, He was staying with his mom for, I think, like a couple weeks, month, maybe. And I met him on Tinder, and he was so beautiful. I would say he was about 5'9", 5'10", which to some people is short. I'm only 5'4", so it's plenty tall for me. body. He was Puerto Rican. Beautiful. Oh my God. Beautiful brown eyes. Curly dark hair that had been chopped off into his marine haircut. But I could tell he had been home for a little bit because it started to grow out and uh, little curls around his neck that were probably about to be chopped off the very next day. So I met him in a coffee shop. Um, I don't even think I bought coffee or a croissant or any kind of food. I think I like bought a Snapple. Sat on the couch and he walked in. Oh, God, he took my breath away. This young man who was half my age was there to meet me. Oh my gosh. So beautiful so beautiful and uh, the small talk was awkward at first but um, then this twinkle in his eye came over him and you could tell he wanted me by this time I had you know been with a few more guys after the first one Dave King Boner (laughs) so I'd gained some experience some smarts, street smarts, even though I wasn't a street walker, just, just your average MILF cougar looking for a little dick <laughs> or, you know, average to larger size dick. 
I'm not a size queen, but I don't like small ones. I'm just going to throw that out there. Anyway, so Danny. We went for a walk after the coffee shop. And uh, was, I don't even, I can't say the town. But I will say it's a um, slightly more urban than suburban. Super cute town. Lots of cute little shops. So we kind of walked around talking and. Oh, he was telling me the kind of stuff he had to do at basic, whatever. I just listened, thinking about how badly I just wanted to see him fucking naked. Oh my God, his body. It wasn't like, you know, beefcake, muscular. It was toned. He was tan. It was summer. He was tan. God, beautiful coffee colored skin and you know he had to wear shirts and shit so he had the the tan line around his neck I remember that because he was wearing a tank top that day but I guess whatever he was doing he had to wear collars or t-shirts or whatever I remember the tan line very well I'm I'm attracted to um, the smell of a man's neck when he smells nice, not when he's been, you know, rolling around in the dirt and filthy crap or whatever. But I like the smell of a clean man's body. I like this, the smell by his neck. I always have. It must be a pheromone thing. It's just, I'm just attracted to that spot on a man's body. <laughs> and I remember the smell of his neck. Oh, like a fucking jug just wanted to stick my face on his neck and inhale like it was I don't know like crackhead to crack cocaine I suppose (laughs) sorry I've never done crack or cocaine so I have no idea what the sensation is like but I imagine the smell of his neck to me would be like a bowl of cocaine (laughs) to someone who snorts coke the smell of his neck and uh I had parked in a parking garage and I remember asking him, where's your car? He's like, I don't have it anymore because I'm, you know, going overseas. Um, I was like, okay, this is weird. (laughs) Having never experienced this situation before. So, and he was like, you know, can we go back to your place? Still married at the time. You know, I had a toddler in my home with his father no, we can't go to my house. How about yours? I, I told you I'm, I'm with my mom until I ship overseas. What a dilemma. The tan skin around his neck and the smell of his neck. Just ugh, fucking calling to me like, like, diabetics walking through the baking aisle, the craving of him, the craving to touch him, to taste him. Ah, it drove me crazy. So the loser of a man I was married to at the time, uh, unemployed, still chronically unemployed. I had money. And this young man was about to go overseas and who the hell knows what was going to happen to him? I felt my friends, my darlings. I felt I had 
a duty, a civic duty to this man to get him the fuck off. <laughs> I don't know if it was really a duty. I just really wanted to fuck this young man. Oh my God, so beautiful. Half my age and he wants me to. And not in the, you know, men will fuck anything kind of way. He was attracted to me. So we got into the parking garage. A parking garage, by the way, I have been in since. And every time I'm in this parking garage, I think of Danny. Ah, Danny. Beautiful. Hershey kiss, brown eyes, and the tan skin and the neck. Hmm. Happy memory. So we got in my car. It was the middle of the afternoon in the summer. Um, I'm not going to find somewhere to fuck this beautiful young man in my car. It's a minivan. My child's car seat was behind me. I had my own money. Of course I got a hotel room in the middle of the fucking day. And I'll tell you what, I walked in with pride when I got that hotel room. I am this still young and vivacious, buxom and beautiful cougar with this gorgeous hunk of man meat that I am going to fuck. Oh, I handed my credit card over with such beaming pride. Yeah, I'm still hot. He's going to fuck me. I had the condoms in my purse. I was prepared. I wasn't stupid. So we got the room. I should say I got the room. I fucking paid for that shit. And we went up to it. And it was kind of sweet. I remember him saying, do you want me to go get you a soda or something? And I was like, baby. I don't have time for soda. Come here. <laughs> we got into bed and he was he was timid at first. Which was interesting because when we were out there before he knew he was gonna get me, there was a lot of talk. And thankfully for me. It wasn't all talk. The kissing got more passionate. And um, he took my shirt off and my bra. I was still wearing my shorts and my underwear. And he rolled over onto his back. And I was straddling him at this point. My heavy breasts in his face. And at this point in my life, I was still producing milk. And I have no idea why I did it. But I grabbed both my tits. And I squeezed my nipples and had a little bit of letdown. Enough for... <laughs> enough that both of my nipples fucking squirted breast milk in his face. Oh my god. It 
was amazing. The look on his face, the wonderment, like, I don't know if he hadn't even seen it in porn or anything. He was just fascinated. And, um, he just looked in my eyes, like no words were said. And he, um, leaned forward, braced his body back on one elbow and with his other hand, grabbed one of my breasts, did the same thing I did with my nipples to get let down. And the boy latched on and holy shit, holy shit, it was amazing. It was sweet and it was tender, but it was so fucking hot. Like, I I nursed him. And I came. And he um, had his hands down my shorts, inside my panties, and was fingering me while he sucked whatever breast milk was left out of my tits. It was beautiful. It was hot. And, um, I don't know if there was none laughter. He was ready to move on, but he, um, pulled his hand out of my panties and, um, put his fingers on his mouth so he could taste me. And it drives me crazy when guys do that. And it's like, I, I just like, it feels so warm and good. Like I just have to fucking taste this girl's juices so after he did that, of course I grabbed his fucking face and um, tasted my sweet breast milk and my sweet pussy juice on his tongue. And let's just say things heated up from there. Um, yeah. We fucked. We fucked for a long time. We did. And he was one of those impatient guys. Not, not that this is a bad thing. Um, I find this a lot with younger guys. And it's like, I don't know, aerobics or gymnastics. Where it's like, well, let me see how many different ways I can spin this bitch and fuck her. So like one position for two minutes. Switch it around. Another position for three minutes. Switch it around. She keeps coming in this position. So we'll fuck here for a while before... I switch it around again. And you know what? At 38, at this point, it was, I had had some experience. I had had some experience. And, um, but <laughs> at this point, he was the best by far. Young, beautiful Danny. Uh, and you know, in between the fucking, he did go down on me. He wasn't that good at it. I'll give, you know, he, I'll, I'll throw the young man a bone. He was 19. Maybe he hadn't had a lot of pussy to eat. Um, and I was too fucking impatient to keep coming to try and teach the boy. So I, I think I just kind of was like, oh, just fuck me. <laughs> and he did. Mm. He fucked me a lot. And then it, after a while, he, he complained. He's like, you know, these condoms, I, you know, I bought condoms that worked for me. So I, I really don't like 
the way condoms feel and the way they like I like to feel a big fat mushroom head and veiny cock inside of me so I had a <laughs> purchase oh and keep in mind uh, the man I was still married to at the time was kind of a you know a quick shooter like it it went off pretty fast and like I had explained <laughs> in a, a previous podcast that if I didn't take care of myself I didn't get taken care of so I have had condoms at the time that like increased sensation for me but decreased sensation for him so Danny beautiful 19 year old Danny who had God, I, I don't even know how long he fucked me for. I know we went in there on a hot summer afternoon. And uh, when we left, it was dark out. So I will say it was a few hours that we fucked and fooled around for. So good. Oh, my God. But, yeah, you know, finally he was like, you know, fucking you is amazing. But at this point, I just really want to come. And these condoms are giving me a hard time with that. So he he pulled the fucker off and was like, could you please just blow me? And I did. I did. I blowed the fuck out of him. Uh, the only complaint was because of the desensitization... Oh my God, I can't even say the fucking word. Desensitization... Because of the stuff in there that stopped him from popping off too fast, um, my throat got desensitized. Um, I don't like the flavor... Of that but at the same time this is where I learned to uh, throat a man yeah he had a nice cock too I, uh, thick at the base which I like nice big mushroom head girth throughout not that spectacular but boy did he get the job done oh he did <laughs> no complaints but um just saying that it's not the biggest dick that at this point in my life right now right here right now as I'm talking into a microphone that I have throated um I I I have a lot of experience throating now but this is the I think that was probably the first time I really like went for it you know to the point where I had my fucking mascara running down my eyes and yeah it was it was fun getting him to come like that. I think I I think his head almost exploded by the time he came because we've been fucking for a long time and yeah. This this is also one of the first times in my life I ever experienced and I'm sorry if this is a buzzkill for those of you listening. My first cum booger. You know, when you swallow a load, but it comes shoots out of his cock so fucking hard and fast that you can't swallow it fast enough. So it backs up into your sinuses and comes out your nose. Yeah, that's a cum booger. <laughs> it's not a big deal when you're with someone fun and, you know, they find it funny. I think Danny was, like, weirded out by it. And at this point, like, he had fucking breastfed for me <laughs> and figured me at the same time. At the point the, the cum booger happened, it was like, um, I'm going to go shower. <laughs> So he did. He jumped in the shower and um, I waited a few minutes and I didn't hear anything or he didn't finish up in the shower. So I went and fucking joined him and um, squirted breast milk on him again. And he nursed a little more. 
and uh, and I I drove him to one block away from his mom's house. He kissed me goodnight, said thank you. I never heard from him again. I assume he went overseas. I hope he came back, and I hope at this point in his life that he is happy in whatever way he needs to be happy in, whether it's, you know, going around and fucking girls consensually and blowing their minds, or, you know, maybe in a monogamous relationship, or maybe he's now a veteran or still in the Marines as a career, whatever you are, Danny, thank you. Thank you for an amazing experience, and I wish you well. Thank you for fucking me so well. Thank you for letting me nurse you, and thank you for finger-fucking me till I came all over your hand. (laughs) Thank you, Danny, and uh, you know what? God bless America, motherfucker. (laughs) That's right. I called you a motherfucker, Danny, because you were a motherfucker. Thanks for listening, everyone. And maybe, hmm, who should I talk about next time? Hmm, so many choices. I know, I know. I don't know. See, I was, I was thinking I would talk about Jesse, but then there's, there's actually two Jessies that I fucked. There's a couple Daves that I fucked, actually. Uh, two Dannys. <laughs> only one Barry. Uh, <laughs> although, if I think of Barry's real name, I have fucked two or three people with that name now. You know what? Honestly, I can't decide who I'm going to talk about next, but I hope you'll listen. Have a good one, whether it's morning, night, or whatever. Take care of yourself, and happy fucking. <laughs>